a world full of mundane podcasts. One show rises from the ashes. Critics are calling it outrageous. Podcasts as we know it will never be the same again. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Welcome to the show tonight. Prepare for an epic journey where every step could be your last. The destination, a place where no maps can show. The mission, to rise above the rest. The danger, unimaginable. The reward, a shit ton of weed and laughs. It's going to blow your mind. This is To Be Blood. So sit back, turn up the volume, grab your weed, get ready to light those blood. Cannabis Media Company, and of course, NSPN Next Gen Sports Network, powered by Fast Track Cannabis Clinics of America, Alarm Engineers, and Costa Bay Inspection Services. Tonight, we have a huge show lined up. We're going off the rails with the Midnight Queen tonight. As my special guest, the Midnight Candy Queen, you've seen the pictures on Instagram. She's going to be joining me live a little later in the show to talk about her business, her edibles, her career, everything. You guys are not going to want to miss it. We got hot tea to drop tonight where I was spent. Oh, my God. I know. Thank you, Awkward Ginger. My high ass over here. I can't see you. There we go. (laughs) Wow. We got hot tea to drop tonight. I got spent, I sent a very special clip, right? Of a protest. You guys are not going to want to miss this. Connecticut making the news again. You got Will Smith slapping the shit out of Chris Rock on the Oscars. It's just crazy this week. This whole week's been nuts. Shout out, Awkward Ginger. I see you in the chat. Thanks for being the first one up in here. 
What's up? That's Chief to you? There I am. Yeah, I know. I can't believe I forgot to turn the camera on. And shout out to everybody on Instagram. Terpy Finder, Dream State, Luli Cruz, Alice, it's going down. You guys have tuned in to the highest show every Thursday night. You already know how it is. It's 2B Blood. And I got the King Palm loaded. I don't want to waste no motherfucking time. She's like, keep my wife's name out your mouth. <laughs> More on that. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> I got a lot to talk about today. I'm, I'm real pumped up. I don't want to go too far. I don't want to go too far. I need to. Shut the fuck up! And get ready because it is my favorite part of the show and yours. And that's the ceremonial lighting of the blood. I got the king palm loaded. Living wild and free one up. Thanks for joining us. See court in the chat. I got a king palm filled with a salad. about to light this son bitch up. There's no better feeling than lighting the blood. Okay, what he says. I don't care what anybody says. Uh. Speaking of weed, speaking of weed, there's a bunch of events happening in Connecticut this weekend. Let's give you the rundown of this week's Canna events. Going down. Starting, of course, tonight. Going down right now. Your green lights of recovery happening right now. Starting at 6 p.m. Empire presents the Power Flower Respect Saturday, April 2nd, 4 to 9 p.m. Hit them up on Instagram, Empire 203 Collective. <coughs> Oh my god, yo. Woo, that shit just gripped my fucking lungs. Uh -um. As I was, my bad. Uh, we have, of course, Kill a Smoke Fest this Friday, April 1st, 5 to 10 p.m. We have Stoner Sunday, Fun Day, Sunday, April 3rd, 10 to 4 p.m. Hit them up. Geechee Girl on Instagram. You have Terpy Thursday is going down tonight, 4 to 9 p.m. Hit them up. The special THC. Faded Fridays, April 1st, 6 to 10 p.m. Geechee Girl again. ABC Art Brunch. See you there. Friday, April 1st, 5 to 8 p.m. Hit up Ganja Gals. And, uh, yeah, we got a whole lineup, yo. Connecticut holding it down again. I got to say, there's one thing I have noticed, though. Shout out Steve Credo. I see you up in the, in the gimmick, yo. <laughs> Uh, you know, there's one thing I did notice is that the, the event list, right, at one point was, was exploding. I mean, there was probably 15, 16, 17, it was 20 different events happening on the weekend. They had to make the page bigger, like the flyer. We had four across. I mean, it was nuts. Now, we're down to three rows. Three rows. That's that's nuts, yo. Oh yes, the rallies every Wednesday. I think that was on there. I think I missed it. Cannabis patient rally. 
Of course, that happened uh, yesterday. Carl, what up, man? Kick off 422. <laughs> yo, <clears throat> keep my wife's name out your mouth. I like that comment from earlier. Will Smith, yo. Will Smith making headlines for the first time and you know since pretty much Jada said that you know she was in an entanglement with August Will Smith back in the headlines now for and I'm sure you know and this is probably old news at this point it's it's the only downfall of doing the show on a Thursday is if any weekend the shit happens I don't get to talk about it so I gotta hold this some bitch in until Thursday where I get to sit down with you guys and get this shit going so I I I mean, for me, I was just, you know, a little surprised. Chris Rock makes a comment about his wife and uh, can't wait to see G.I.J. 2. As you know, Jada's got Appalachia, however you say it, and she's balding. And, you know, everybody saw Will Smith laughing about it. And then Jada shot him the look, the death stare. And for all the fellas in the crowd right now, you guys know what the death stare is. Because if you're in a relationship, you've gotten the motherfucking death stare before. I know. I sure as fuck have gotten it and will continue to get it. Now, in my opinion, this death stare was the preliminary action that followed up with Will Smith deciding after laughing at said joke to get up, walk up the Chris Rock and proceeds to like a bitch, open hand slap him. Like a pimp, just, and I don't know, he did some weird thing with his hand. I don't know, like he did like a, I don't know what he was trying to do, but I've never seen nobody slap like that, yo. I've never seen anybody slap like that. That was some bitch shit. And for a dude who did a movie, you know, for a dude who did a movie where you're literally fake, you know, you're pretending to be Muhammad Ali, how the fuck you don't know how to throw a punch? How the fuck you don't know how to throw a punch, bruh? You slapped him like a bitch. And now that made you look like a bitch because your wife gave you the deaths there that made you go up there in the first place. That's a toxic ass relationship. Will Smith is a prisoner. He's a prisoner. I don't care what anybody says. The man is a prisoner. And I I think directly that this is a result of Jada. Now, this is not, this is not, you know, you know, coming from a guy's point of view. I've seen all the memes. I mean, you can't even deny. You can't deny the, 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 uh, the, the clues, the, uh, I'm at a brain fart. This fucking salad got me all fucked up here. <laughs> the evidence. Thank you. The evidence. Yes. A six zero three four seven one one zero. Tell me I'm not the only one that feels this way. Didn't Will Smith make a bald joke years ago? I don't know. Did he? He laughed at Chris Rock's joke. He laughed at it. I seen that shit. Donna Taylor's all I could muster. I know. A little slap, yo. The chief to you, he made Chris rock his bitch with this slap. <laughs> oh my god, yo. <laughs> Open palm and all. I love the comments, yo. 
I'm trying to answer the phone. To be blunt, what's your name? Where you calling from? Hazel from Cali. Yo, what up, Hazel? Not a whole lot. Let me let me turn this. this I'm let so me turn glad the beat we're down. talking about Will Smith right now because I have so many questions. You have questions? <laughs> you got questions? Yeah, because. I'm sorry, but didn't we all watch Will Smith and Jada hash it out about her cheating on him on television? Yes. Uh, yes. And literally, and now he's, he's saying there. that never happened. What do you wait? What do you mean he said that never happened? He, well, my husband was reading an article yesterday that says that Will Smith is saying that Jada has never been unfaithful to him and she never cheated. Where, what, what article is this reading? Is he reading this? Because I need to see this article. This is this a a, a, a certified sure. a certified magazine, or is this like you know one he of those? He only reads new to articles because anything right. else he deems as uh, fake news because it has to do with social media. I just want to make sure he's not reading those tabloids, you know, and they get the grocery stores. No, no, he <laughs> he gets he gets it from the actual news. But yeah, so I'm just like, I think that Jada's super manipulative, and I think she's manipulated Will into staying with her. She's manipulated how he feels about things. We saw that on live television. He was laughing. He thought it was funny. Took one look at Jada and and her expression uh, looking at him, and it changed everything in his attitude. It changed everything. And so now he had to go up, and then he slapped Chris Rock in the face who has also said that he has a medical disorder where he does not have a filter. He thinks it's funny. He's going to say it. And this, this, and, and I know exactly what you're talking about. That disease is called uh, NVLM. I believe it is. It's yeah. a neuro and disease. So for me, it's like, we all knew this information. Of course, the celebrities knew this information. It, it will is not the type of person to just assault a mentally, <laughs> Um, on like I, I don't really feel like he's mentally disabled, but someone who has a, a mental deficiency. I don't. I just. Don't, I don't think. Well, I Will Smith doesn't seem like the type. Like I don't really know these people, but he just doesn't seem like the type. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I just feel like that. Uh, it just. It's sad to see Will Smith in this. This character of his that he's in now, you know, I mean, Will Smith was the man back in the day. Will Smith was that dude. He got he did get jiggy with it. Wild Wild West, Fresh Prince Bel Air, Men in Black, all the fire ass fucking exactly. movies, all that fire ass music he did, and now the dude is a motherfucking shell of a man. Yeah, and I think it's he's sad. definitely not the same. And I, I, like I said, I think Jada's manipulative. I think she's a narcissist. I think that she can do no wrong, and she's manipulated Will into thinking that. Um, and that she has, like, I'm sorry, but she always talks about how independent and empowered she is. If you're so independent and empowered, why can't you handle your own shit? That's a good question. It's a very good question, exactly. Because my husband knows all he has to do is step out the way unless it's a man trying to hurt me. 
I don't I know. I got dude. this. I, I, well, I know you, know you got I mean? this. <laughs> I was like, I know <laughs> I you give, got this, but like, <laughs> there, I give a fuck if you're a grown man or not. I'm gonna tell you what I think. I just think it's sad, and I and I just I feel it's so like sad. So what? And like, I know people are like, "Fuck Will," and everyone's got their opinions, or "Fuck Chris," you know. But I don't think Chris was genuinely that over the line, and I don't think Will was acting off of what he wanted to do in the first place. I feel bad for both of those motherfuckers because they got played by Jada on live television. Like everyone's like, "Oh, Will Smith made Chris a bitch with that slap." No, Jada made both them bitches with her manipulation. <laughs> Dude, I, this is a serious situation for Will Smith, who I definitely think he needs to go uh, talk to somebody. I think he should see a lawyer. For yeah, sure. A lawyer. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you can go that far. That's fine. Lawyer could work, yo. Lawyer could work. I mean, at this point, even pull a card. Like, you got to figure out what's going to happen. <laughs> I'll tell him to hit you up to pull a card. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, dude. I'll let you get back to the show. All right, Hazel. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Big Mama says, why are we still talking about this? Because the show airs Thursday. It's not my fault. I mean, technically, I guess, yes, it is. But, I, it, you know, I've been holding it in. Been holding it in. What can I say? Shout out uh, Dr. Ganja, yo, who, who found the show Searching Cannabis on YouTube and then asked, is it even possible that the Illinois pot law could become the template for legalizing at the national level? That's an interesting uh, thought. I don't know much about the Illinois pot law to become the template. I know the Connecticut pot law is shit right now. And maybe we need a better template right now. Because we're struggling over here in Connecticut. This shit's nuts right now. We, we literally just last year in June legalized cannabis, right? We literally, not to even cut... I, Change the topic off the rip. We, we literally just legalized cannabis, right? June. And listen, things were going fucking good. Things were going great. I mean, we were all hanging out. Everybody was doing great. You know, we we you know, we could smoke. It wasn't the best, but you know, we got something. We got some grow rights. Everybody was chilling. And and it was all great. And and then now, now there's uh, uh, somebody threw a stick in the spoke of the wheel, per se. I don't know what that noise was. Jesus Christ. A stick in the spoke of the wheel, right? Because as you've seen in the beginning of the show, like I did, I name off all these cannabis events every week. And I said, after we did it, listen. This is, this is, uh, what's the fucking word I'm trying to say? I keep getting lost because I'm fucking stoned this shit. <laughs> yo, that salad's deadly, yo. Let me tell you right now. But going back to that, we got the smoke in the wheel. So now we have this issue where they want to take away this, uh, this loophole they put in the law in regards to gifting cannabis. Right, so now they're trying to make it a, cr a criminal offense if you are caught gifting cannabis, uh, which comes with a hefty fine. And yeah, at one point they had said it was going to be like a year in prison. Oh, to be blunt, what's your name? Where you calling from? 
Hey, uh, my name's Joanna, and I'm calling actually from Boston, Mass. How are you doing tonight? Hey, how's it going, Joanna? Live from Boston. Nice for you to call in. Yeah, um, I was just, again, scrolling through on Facebook and saw your show, and uh, I heard that the Connecticut pot laws are kind of shit. Um, so I have a question and then uh, a solution. Okay. Uh, my question my question is, is, do you guys, is your program going to be run by DPH or are you going to have a separate cannabis control commission? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, I actually don't know the answer to that. That's not a problem. Um, basically, what you guys need to do is have them try to model it a little more after what Mass is doing. In regards um, to so what, though? What, what part of the to... law are we talking about? Like, what part of the, the whole cannabis law? Are you just talking about the whole program in general? Well, the whole program in general, but, I mean, from what I've heard from other people that have adult use programs, they don't have home grow. Ohio is about to legalize. They're not going to have home grow. We're allowed to have adult use home grow. We have co-located and adult use dispensaries. Those are not things that are going on in other states. Which, by the so way, uh, I, just not to cut you off, but uh, Facebook has informed me that DCP is uh, overseeing it. Oh, Department of Public Health? Uh, I'm guessing so. Okay. Um, that is going to be interesting because here, <clears throat> when when in Massachusetts, when the Department of Public Health ran it, there were they ran the medical program before the Cannabis Control Commission took over, and there was no public hearings. You couldn't go and complain about any of the problems in the system. Uh, consumer Protection, DPH. Department of Consumer Protection, sorry. Not okay. public health. Consumer Protection. So that's going to be different. They should allow open hearings. So... Oh, they have, the they've case. done open hearings, and, you know, people have gone to these hearings and whatnot. But, I mean, even after the the preliminary hearing they had, just from this last thing we had where we uh, did the, the vote for this new piece they want to put in where gifting is going to be criminalized, um, that the, the vote was overwhelmingly in favor of going, you know, forth with the bill. Regardless. Wow. Uh, yeah, regardless of any of us. And there was a lot of people in Connecticut in the community who went in you know, and said what they had to say or wrote in emails. I mean, there was a lot of activity leading up to the first public hearing and the vote that come after that. But they still. Wow. Well, they're going to they're really going to have some issues if they don't listen to the people and they're going to fall into line real quick. Yeah, that's what happened here. That's what happened here. And we had to fight for literally everything we have. But we're allowed to gift legally under an ounce from an adult to a one other adult or patient to patient. Um, you know, we're getting consumption lounges, delivery, like everything that people dream of. So here, here just, here's where I'm gonna here's I'm gonna throw a spoke in your wheel. Okay. Okay. Now that all sounds great and you wanna know why that is, that is because the state is getting their piece. They're getting their cut from that. What was happening in Connecticut is we uh because of the gray area of the gifting law, we were running events pretty much under the guise of the gray area where you would have, you know, 20, 30 vendors in a room and pay and people can walk in and, you know, do what they got to do and everything would be labeled a donation and whatever. And, and I, the state got wind of this 
because, you know, they found out that was happening and it was on the fucking news, which was what's kind of sparked this whole thing into this downfall of where we're at now. Uh, once the state got wind that they were these events were happening and they weren't getting their piece of the pie, that is where we're at right now. This is why we're running into this issue. This is why they're trying to take away the gifting because they're saying, well, shit, I'm not getting none of this fucking money. What the fuck? It's like, fuck these guys then. You know, we'll show them pretty much. You guys want to go behind our backs and try to run like this, and we're going to take it upon ourselves to stop you from doing that so we can line our fucking pockets, right? That's pretty much where it's at. Yeah, and it's sad. I mean, in, in all honesty, like, I've seen the same thing here where there are still these, you know, underground things that, you can go to and you might find things on tables that shouldn't be there legally. Um, it, it's, it's still the whole, the whole gifting thing though. It was kind of brought in under patients first. And I think that the, the, the people that really fought for adult use here said, well, if patients can gift, then we should be allowed to gift. And that's kind of where the uproar came from. But you got to realize we have had to fight tooth and nail for years for everything that we have. It just takes a lot of persistence and a lot of people complaining. And then they finally will do something about it. But I don't know if there's going to be enough complaining at this point to stop this from happening. So, like, what, what, what do you think? I'm going to ask your opinion. Like, what would you think? We Put yourself in our shoes. Now, a lot of people... All right, in the medical program, um, a lot of people don't have access to the medical program. All right, and I'm going to tell you why because it's expensive. Like you, for you to yeah. actually get the card, you have to pay a uh, hundred fifty to the state. You got to pay two hundred dollars for the fucking doctor visit. Now you're at three hundred and fifty dollars just to get your hands on the card, just to give you the right to step inside of a dispensary, right? It's 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 unfortunate. And these events that the that started happening in Connecticut, which have honestly been happening well before, you know, this bill ever came through, we were legalized. I mean, these beds have been running here for years, but it wasn't until, the, you know, obviously that they knew about it that they were going to say, well, fuck this. You know what I mean? So, like, the, that, that, that is, that right there is going to be half the problem. I don't know if there's going to be enough of us, you know, complaining, you know, to this government to make it work, unless they find a way that they can get a piece of the pie. And I'm only saying that because I know Connecticut is a greedy fucking state. Like there's a greedy Ooh. fucking state. We are, we are bougie. Like we are always known as like, we're like a well-off state. Like it's fucking Connecticut. Like we are just the bougie ass Connecticut over on the East coast is chilling over here. You know what Unless I mean? you go to Bridgeport. Unless you go to fucking Bridgeport. Shout out to Bridgeport. Shout out to Bridgeport. I, you know, and for being from Boston, that's impressive that you even know about Bridgeport. Hey, I, I used to go to Gathering of the Vibes. So shout out to the Vibe so, Tribe that's listening. There you go. That's that was an awesome show, too. Oh, my God. I miss Vibes so much. Being at Seaside Park, seeing the clown nose on P.T. Barnum's statue all weekend is just, oh. 
I miss it. But I'll tell you, uh, yeah, no, the reputation of Connecticut is bougie. I totally get that, you know, just like our reputation is we're all mass holes. But you know what? Sometimes <laughs> you need to be a mass hole. Sometimes you need to be a mass hole to get your point across. And as far as as far as your um, compassion for patients, we're going through the same thing here, except we were able to get rid of the state fee. So there's no state fee for anybody now. Financial hardship patients, um, as of this last year, are allowed to get a two-year um, doctor certification if they qualify. Um, financial hardship patients, um, unfortunately, we only get 10% off in the dispensaries, so that means we're paying anywhere from 92 to a 200% markup on the product, depending on what it is. That's really disgusting. And our, our biggest thing is that I've been, at least on my end, I've been working with a small group of us that are financial hardship patients. And we do go and say the same things over and over and over again. But slowly but surely, we've been able to get these small victories for our patients. We're at the last step now where we want a true compassion program for financial hardship patients that qualify, people that are on subsidized housing, people who are getting food stamps and, and government assistance. These are the people that are in need of access that don't have it. Yes, social so, equity, which is such a big part of the bill when they first started to you know say we were going to legalize in Connecticut we uh, a lot of people in the state fought for that social equity people who were less off still having uh, you know, the same chance to get into the industry per se as somebody who's not or somebody who may have had like a, a weed charge on them. You know what I mean? Back in the day, mm -hmm. shit like that, like that, that's exactly it. But we're not, we don't, we're not getting that here. They promised it, but that shit's not happening. See, we have, so we have um, social equity and economic empowerment here, but it's only on the business side. There's no equity for any of the patients. And yeah, I am a victim of the drug war as well. The only time I've ever been in trouble with the police is because of cannabis. Where is my reprimandums? You know what I mean? Like yes. We're sitting here with no access. It, like I said, thank God we have gifting because there are great people out in this community that do kick down the patients and help patients that are in dire need. And a lot of but times that product you can get around. A lot of times that product's better than what you can get at the dispensary too. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, hell yeah. Listen, yo, it's been really awesome talking to you. Please send me a DM. I'd love to get you back on the show to continue this convo. Or just stay tuned in because we'll continue this after. I just want to get, you know, I got to get to my guest. I have her sitting in the lobby waiting, and I want to make sure that she gets her time, too, in here because Absolutely. I've been looking forward to this. But if you stay tuned, after the interview, we're probably going to bring this back up. So either don't go anywhere or send me a DM, and let's get you back on the show to continue this conversation, definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to go watch while you interview her. Thank you so much uh, for having me on. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's the Midnight Candy Queen. Don't go anywhere. It's the highest podcast around. It's to be blood.
I'm that stoner. Been that stoner, still that stoner. Will forever be that stoner. Ah. I'm the TikTok smoker, I'm a rapper, I'm a toker. I can burn a whole ounce, then complain that it be over. Can smoke a whole pine, even more when I be dying. I'm the get high rapper, someone give this dude the crime. King shit, only burning green shit. Appealing every case, cause I know it don't mean shit. I will never stop making hits when I'm blasted. Rain, I'm on the Max Games mode, you ain't lasting. I'm a stoner, yeah. Smoking on the loudest, yeah. Rolling up the baddest, yeah. Acting silly, what's happening? Bitch, what's happening? Bitch, I'm a stoner, yeah. Smoking on the loudest, yeah. Rolling up the baddest, yeah. Acting silly, what's happening? What's happening? Bitch. I'm a stoking and recording, but my lamp is all I'm showing. I keep my biz on private, so my stash ain't never showing. Yep. Beefing with you rappers, really getting kind of boring. If it ain't about the clout, then you know I'm gonna ignore it. I'm the shit, ooh. I'm on the strong, I'm feeling lit. You smoking shit, ooh. I keep it real, keep the sack, you counterfeit, ooh. All the real smokers know that I'm the savage. Hey. You smoking Babbage. Hey. I'm a stoner, yeah. Smoking on the loudest, yeah. Rolling up the baddest, yeah. Acting silly, what's happening? Bitch, what's happening? Bitch, I'm a stoner, yeah. Smoking on the loudest, yeah. Rolling up the baddest, yeah. Acting silly, what's happening? Bitch, what's happening? Bitch, I'm a stoner, yeah. Smoking on the loudest, yeah. Rolling up the baddest, yeah. Acting silly, what's happening? Bitch, what's happening? Bitch, I'm a stoner. The laughs are non stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's to be blunt with PZ. To be blunt. <laughs> Yo, appreciate that infinite limits. Guys, I'm glad you stuck around. It's time for my guest, the Midnight Candy Queen. I've been waiting all week for this. What's up, homie? Hi, How are you? I am doing so well. Much better now that we got you on here. I'm so excited to talk to you. Uh, welcome to the show. It got a little crazy, and I apologize. We're running a little late. We got into a little bit of a heated discussion. Things don't. I heard. I heard. Things don't often get political on this show, like ever. This is this is mostly like you know we're a comedy show. Let's be honest That's here. What you get with yeah. cannabis. But once yeah. you, you guys, once you start smoking, you don't know talk at all. You start talking about aliens and, and politics, apparently. And well, that's, yeah, especially <laughs> if you're smoking sativa. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what the fuck I'm smoking, but this shit's got me. I had to put it out like three times because uh, <laughs> I like uh, it was pretty much making me fog out in the middle, of, like mid sentence. <laughs> now I know that you're a blunt guy. Yes. Right. I mean. Okay. Yes. I did roll a blunt. I did roll a blunt. You roll a blunt. I'm. I'm the candy chick, right? So I made this for you this week, and I've been hiding it from Instagram. It Are you is kidding a me? Bong made entirely out of Starburst. You made a Starburst bong? Hold on, let me let me full screen this real quick. What? <laughs> Yo, 
You got it. You now, I had to add this because I would catch my face on fire otherwise. Are you gonna, you're gonna, gonna, uh, gonna I want to take a hit. Can I take a hit of it? Oh, my God. Hold on. Let me get you some cool, like, you know, tension music so we can get the build up here, you know? I don't even know if it'll work. I can't honestly. wait to find out if it does, though. Never ever in my life. Oh my god, it was a huge hit! Oh. It worked! <laughs> Starburst Bong, hell yeah, in the comments. I'm literally just mind blown right now. <laughs> nope, nope, Caesar. I just want to eat it. Oh my god, the music. <laughs> yes, dude. That's that's a one hitter quitter <laughs> dude i can't believe you have a starburst bog you really are the midnight candy queen this took three days oh my god and i was like insanely assembling it every night like a mad scientist or artist or something how give me the rundown how did you put this together you gotta you gotta tell me i can't see you oh because i have you full screen i'm still so amazed by the ball oh, okay um well <laughs> I don't know. It's a lot of YouTube browsing. And I believe her name is Haley420. She's a tuber and or weed tuber and she's awesome. And I copied it, but I made it my own. That's fucking yeah. amazing. <laughs> Speaking of making things your own, I mean, let me show you guys how cool this shit is. All right. Check this out. I got this package in the mail, right? Um, literally just came in and she told me before that I had her on she's like you got i gotta send you something to try at least you know before we get you on i was like all right you make a good point i wasn't thinking about that check yeah. this out you, i open the box and i get this nice package that's that specially crafted for peasy right midnight <laughs> candy look at this packaging i mean this is really fucking impressive shit i didn't know what to expect you know i've seen your page and it's so incredibly professional guys i mean look at this you, you you pop this I thing really open and it's just you got stickers you got candies you got oh and there's so much stuff in here guys that you want to get into there's pops there was candy bars there was so much stuff in your cereal bars i mean i had to spoil you peasy i like <laughs> and first off thank you right You're thank welcome. you second though here's what got me I'm looking at this and I and I get the card, you know, welcome to the Midnight Candy Club. And oh, yeah. I felt so fucking like exclusive. Yes. Like I was yeah. VIP and that's where I belong, damn it. So I'm like, yes, this is where I need to be. Let me light a blunt. Honestly, I'm in the Midnight Candy feel. Club. That's the experience for sure. Yeah. So tell me what exactly is the Midnight Candy Club? I'm going to bring you back in here. Now that we're not showing the box because. Yeah, I, I work a lot around the clock. I'm a mom of two. And oh, congratulations. I just, I never had a time throughout the day to sit down and really relax. And then until like the middle of the night. And I'd finally put my feet up and take a break for the first time all day. And that's when I would enjoy my edible from the dispensary. And then I started making my own and then it just, it just bloomed. And then the idea came to me one day and 
you know, I was part of that TikTok purge. Um, so you, were you a part of the, really, the coronavirus you know TikTok? What I'm talking about? The purge? The purge, yeah, the when purge. everybody started losing all their accounts. Oh, yeah. Oh, me too. I was too. one of those big ones, and, and everyone was so supportive. How big, club, though? How big was your club. account? Uh, it was four, just over 40,000. Nice. Yep, I and lost mine at 45. Gone. Yep. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. And it kicks you a little bit. It but really then does, I feel though. Like it, it, it led me to YouTube, so I'm really grateful for it. So YouTube's a great place. And YouTube, I've actually started focusing exclusively at, on, like, Instagram and shit, too. Um, and I find like, uh, it's much harder to grow on these other platforms than it is yeah. to grow on TikTok. I mean, if you're not yeah. on TikTok, you have no clue what you're missing. If you are on TikTok then you know, but honestly, TikTok is such a toxic place too. It depends on what, what side of TikTok you end up on. All right. Yeah. Because <laughs> Well, I feel like the toxicity for me came from my creativity getting diminished. I had to censor myself so much. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. As like, as you see through my edibles and stuff, I'm an artist. So it was like baking and cooking mixed with my artistry. And to be censored so much on TikTok, I couldn't do it anyway. So it was kind of like fate bringing me to YouTube and I get to kind of express myself and vlog. And so Midnight Candy Queen is my Instagram. Midnight Candy Club is on YouTube. And that is where I need the most support and growth in the cannabis community. So that'd be cool. Midnight Candy Club on YouTube. So one viewer asked, how does one become part of the club? That is very, that's a good question. <laughs> it is word of mouth. And it's those special little cards with the moons on them. Um, we do not ship, period. We don't sell items, period. We gift, as you guys were talking about earlier. Right. Um, it's all sample-based, um, gift-based until New York State kind of, we figure out the regulations and the red tape. Right now, it's just about spreading the information about Midnight Candy and making everybody aware of our business. So I can tell you were an artist right off the rip when I had seen your Instagram page because you <laughs> you find a way in all your pics to make the like the colors just pop. Like you yeah. have an eye for that shit and I could tell. Thank you. I could tell. Yeah. And that's the one thing I keep telling people because you you kind of came to me about being on the show and I'm not really used yeah. to that shit to be honest with you. Usually we're reaching out to guests. So when I came in I, I think seen, I scared you a little bit. I was just super impressed because I go to your page you got like 9,000 followers you're your 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 account is beautifully put together and I look at all that shit because I Thank am a you. creator myself and I know my shit looks like trash because I have and no style so whatsoever. Long. People don't understand how much time goes and some people do understand how much time and those are the real like MVPs, you know, that like back your account and really It's a lot of work. Know. It's a lot yeah. of work, you know, doing and this money. stuff. And People money. would think that I was rolling in the dough, but really you put in so much money to make money, you know, with, with art and, you know, business like this. So, so that was the one thing I was asking to refer back to Hazel's question though, because when I read the card inside, it almost felt mm -hmm. like I was like, you know, this is something on the verge of when it's federally legal, you could, you have a, a serious subscription box business yeah. right here ready for you because when I'm, I read I'm it ready. Yeah. that's what I felt that's like I was point. getting like this was gonna be 
Like, I'm going to get one of these every fucking month, and I'm just going to be stoned for four fucking weeks straight, and then another box is going to come. Like, that sounds amazing to me. Like, I'm just going to get another box coming in, and it's just more edibles, and it's just like, that's something people aren't doing. And you had this whole thing built in between the presentation and everything else. It's ridiculous. You do and this. And one would think with the colors and the femininity that comes with the night candy that it would gear more towards the females, but men, we're now 50-50. We used to be 80% all female base. Really? Now we're 50-50. Men love it just as much as women do, and it's fantastic. No, so, if I literally could I do, I would buy one of these every month if I could. I'm that's not so nice. You. Thank you. Like, that's how impressed I was. I was literally. Yeah. And you between this, all the other stuff, so now you're doing this, you're doing the video logs on YouTube. How'd you get into that? Is it because, was that strictly just because TikTok went down, or is like, Maybe I'll be rephrase the question. I how did you get into to, vlogging? Like, how did, how did, let's start there. Um, well, I was going to shift from TikTok over to YouTube anyways, because I love the videography of it. And I really like the fact that you can eat something out of your box, PZ, any of those items. And say you really like one and you end up getting, you know, can of oil or something. And you want to make the puppy chow or the Oreos or the candy bars. I have a digital, almost like a recipe book on YouTube. You could find any of my vlogs and all of them have some sort of recipe in them. So it's a great, it's a great marry of a way of cooking and creativity and vlogging and all the things I love are just really coming together. And I'm really grateful. I get to do it every day. So is that just something that you just always have been into? Like, you know, being a creator, basically being photography, photography, artist, you just an artist overall. (laughs) Yeah. Like I can tell your background's all professional and shit too. So like, are you streaming (laughs) on Twitch too? (laughs) I thought about it when, when, um, TikTok went down, I thought about twitch because everyone was telling me to pretty much they're like you should switch over there your whole setup and, is um, built for twitch right now like i'm looking at I'm you foreign i'm foreign to it i wouldn't know where to begin you but know you wouldn't really have to do too much see but all you would have to do is find a platform like uh Streamyard, which is what i use here right for example i'm just gonna give you a little tip and on in Streamyard, you can simultaneously just stream to youtube and twitch at the same time that's amazing yeah and you wouldn't even See, have to, your brain yeah you yeah. wouldn't even have to worry about any of that you would just you don't have to like go to the site you can just do everything from here and then you're just it just goes to both places and you're done awesome good you to know, know. Yeah. because i i can tell that you're like you're a character like you'd be like you'd be good at that stuff you know what i mean yeah i'm a weirdo I, i'm acting very <laughs> reserved right now because i'm all business but i am a total weirdo so no, <laughs> don't we don't, we don't want reserved if you're reserved that means we got to smoke more so we might as well get onto that because that's not what we're looking for right now. Not on this show. No, no. Hey, some people might want that. I don't know. No, that's no fun. No, let's bring well, let's, let's, let's bring out the Starburst bong again or the blunt. Oh, you got the blunt. Is that a King Palm? I got a King Palm. You got King Palm too? See? And it's a banana. Oh, oh, nah. We can't be friends no more. Oh, no. no. You don't like the banana? I don't like any of the flavors. I like the the cream just came. <coughs> I don't. I can't. <coughs> oh God! I have like the oh God. What is it? The Irish cream. I've had the berries. I've had all that shit. I don't know. I like. Do you t- have just one child or or two? One right now. Or seven. Or no, 12. no one. No, we're, I'm only got. It's just a ten month old. That's it. Yep. 
He's upstairs eating dinner with mom right now. <laughs> <laughs> One's good, right? Well, you know, you know, I don't know. We, we might get to it at that point. I mean, hold on. Let's like, let's just get through this one right now. You know, I got to at least make yeah. sure he's alive for like a full year. And then I, if I can accomplish that, then we can talk about number two. Right. <laughs> You're like, he survived a year. Yeah. I think I'm good now. I think I can do yeah. this. Right. And then, you know, get the next one going. Yeah. You know, because I'm not getting any younger. That's for sure. I feel that. You know what I mean? Like okay. I, I'm thir- I'm 37 years old. I'm old. I'm an old fuck right now. And a youngin's game. And my fiance's that age. It's a youngin's game, though. This this creator stuff, you know. That's that's another thing. Like this is, you know, it's it's crazy being out here because it sucked. It's such a a, a young person's world right now, especially I if agree. you're an like influencer. You know what I mean? Influencers, they're looking for young people who, with you know, that are just out there living. living that I agree, life. but we are shaping. And especially with cannabis, like that, that is an open, wide open field. And I'm here to tell you, even on YouTube, there's not a lot going on out there, dude. Like I went and I check and I do my research. I watch a lot of YouTube, not because I really enjoy watching tons of YouTubers. I watch YouTube because I'm, I'm seeing what's out there and I'm doing my research. I like to kind of know everything about everything before I try it. And there's not a lot in the demographic with female cannabis moms online it's it's very taboo still and it's we can break that mold i feel it so i'm gonna go for it that's been my whole thing is breaking the mold i feel like that's it's it's the stigma it's the stigma it's very it's very hard and that's that's another reason why so so many people lost their accounts on tiktok because everybody was just open about weed and then tiktok was like nah we don't want you guys to do that no more well, I saw ass and titties every time I opened my phone and then but anybody blew smoke at the f- screen and it was like a criminal activity. I would write that in my appeals every time I lost a video. I'm like, you guys <laughs> got young kids smoking cigarettes and shaking their ass and there's titties all over the sap. But then you're telling Jeez. me I can't I can't smoke. I can't take my medicine that I got a prescription for. I literally have a prescription. <laughs> I got the card. I'll show it to you. Do you still ask them for your account back? I no, I gave up. I barely no, I don't even barely post. Honestly, it's so it's so ridiculous on there right now. On Instagram, you can just do whatever the fuck you want. So why I am I up, why yeah. am I wasting my time? And it's toxic. There's people on there that is ridiculous, yo. People that would just sit there and wait for me to post, like they would refresh my page over and over and over again until I posted a video, and then they would report it. It'd be ridiculous. That is what. That's when I stumbled across your page for the first time. It was like a rally of. Like you're taking somebody down and I was like, oh yeah, I'm for this shit. So I sat in the background and then like no sooner. One of the many times. That one live, my, my account got taken down. So I'm like, oh man, this guy, he's like, you were bringing people together and it got everyone. It just backfired. Yep. And that's why I stopped doing it to be honest with you, because it it always backfired because I really more than once. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Oh my God. I would I would host a whole I would, now you're interviewing me now I would host a whole ass show about hot tea exposing like drama in TikTok and that and I thought that was doing a good thing because I was exposing the liars and the reporters and all that shit and instead that just backed the fuck fired in my face you know and now look at me I got nothing left all my accounts are gone I lost three different pages 
but you're doing what you're doing now. Yeah, you, you know. know and you know what I wasn't and this doing is a lot. You know, this is way better. You want to know why? Because on TikTok, I wasn't sitting there with a box of medicated Chex Mix. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Chex Mix, Joe? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pop hey, this. I make that. Yeah, I'm gonna, we're going to pop this open right now if I can figure it out while I'm sitting here. Hi. <laughs> How did you get into the whole cooking thing? Like, where did that start? My father. My father is uh, my hero, my advocate. My He's the guru of our family when it comes to cooking. He owned a business, a restaurant, and I just look up to him so much. And I'm just a chip off the old block. And I always love to cook, but now I'm really merging like weed and food. Like how much better can that get? You know, you have such an array of products though. Like, yeah, just, just I did not. Expect... And I do it all by myself. Well, that's got a nice kick to it. That's delicious. What is it? I don't know. Something in the, um, in the, in the checks mix is a little spicy. No, <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I don't know then. <laughs> this is a really good weed. <laughs> what strain is in there? <laughs> it was such a mix. I just threw a salad together, and I think that was the problem. Oh no! It's like an antipasto in my lungs right now. Oh, God. <laughs> so let me tell you. Let me let me ask you. What are your plans like going forward? Like, what are you gonna? You know, what are your your ideas for the company? What's your five year goal from here? Like, where do you want to take well, this? Well, we want to expand the box. Or I always say we because I feel like. <laughs> I'm all by myself and that's kind of sad <laughs> because I know you say like your management team and stuff, or if you have a team that helps you, I don't have anybody. I just me. So, uh, but with the box, I want to do bath and beauty. So Ooh. cannabis bath bombs or CBD bath bombs, which I already do. And then um, just onward and forward. That's awesome. So yeah. you, you want to not only that, you would expand your products. Are you ever going to take this nationwide? Like, are we ever going to get? Because I know as soon as I sign off tonight, my DMs are going to blow the fuck up and everyone's going to be like, how do I get a box? Really? <laughs> are you kidding me? I posted the pictures. I told you. I told you. I showed my team the pictures of the box. You sent me, and everybody was like, I'll send you a Venmo right now. Where, where I, need, <laughs> I need people behind me. Like, who's going to send my ass to Shark Tank? Like, I need somebody, you know? You can just sign up. going to scoop me up. You can go you to Shark Tank. I, don't, I think you just got to, like, apply on the website. That'd be great. All right. You know? Because you have, you really are on to something here. I mean, you would. It's Thank not, you. It's an array of products too. You don't just have one thing. You got the Chex Mix. You got the chocolate bars. You got the candy bars. You got the cake pops. You got the and now you got the CBD bombs and all this stuff. Like the options are are, are endless. Like, what's your favorite method of infusing? There's what I'm going to ask you, yeah. Well, what? I always use my Levo oil machine. You know, I think oh, you, you are a... Oh, you're a yeah, Levo you, person. Oh, my God. I live for Levo. They just um, they just nominated me for uh, an interview on National Women's Day. Uh, excuse me? Interview. What? That's so fun. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. I love Levo. Why? What, what do you do? I thought you sponsored Levo. I know well, Levo sponsored me. You know, at one point, oh. and, and yeah, I was a Levo like uh, influencer. Me too. Right. So you, I was on a team. So I'm paid to do this. Right. And, was, then, yeah. and then they shut down the discord. And then they stopped communicating with everybody. 
And every, they, there was like a hundred of us just gone. Just, I never got into the Discord. I don't do any of the extra stuff. I just don't have time. So how did you, you like keep how up? Is? How did you like, how are you still doing it then? Who do you talk? How does that work? I'm an, uh, um, a brand ambassador. So they affiliate, I do the affiliate program online and they communicate via email. I never did the Discord. They asked me to join that. I'm like, no, I don't, I don't have time for that. Oh my God. Only because it's so much more information. Like I'm a, I'm a straight shooter, you know? Yeah. Who's got time for that? Right. I mean, <laughs> the, the, but the discord was you know, where a lot of us kept up with the people who brought us in and keep us up on, you know, on yeah. sales on this and that. They give you the promo artwork for, you know, whatever sales going on that you could throw your logo on. Like they did a bunch of stuff, which was real nice, but then they like changed management. Right. And huh. then, and then they yeah. took every influencer they had it pretty much was just like, we're out. Yeah, they're squeaky clean now, it seems. Their yeah, it's, image. It's very, and that's not a bad thing. It's, it's but fine. But they are more... It's fine. And I'll tell you, I have a Levo. I mean, obviously, they were when they sponsored me, I got a Levo. So, like, I, I use it. Don't get me wrong all the time. But there's, there's a lot of other products out, too. And some people actually just prefer the old school way in a crock pot. I mean. <laughs> I do, too. Yeah. I do it right on my stove. Like, if I have to make a lot of oil, because obviously, Levo, you can only make so much. So, I'll, I'll do it. I'll kick it old school. Yeah. There oh, you yeah. go. Well, I'm going to also open up the phone lines in case anybody wants to call in and ask any kind of questions. If you guys have. Uh, oh, that would be exciting. Yeah. If you guys have questions about infusing or uh, making foods, I mean, packaging, details, artwork, how to get your Instagram page popping. Because honestly, if you haven't seen her on Instagram at Midnight Candy Queen, it's kind of ridiculous. And this presentation, and trust me, I see a lot of shows. There's a lot of talented people, but you really got. You were like, this is all out. This is like as professional as when I get like a box from Hemper or like a daily, daily high club. It. You know, they send me a box and I get all the goodies. This is what it feels like when it comes in. You really yeah. like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take this worldwide. We gotta, we gotta work on this. And you know, you can include things like a smoking pipe or, you know, whatever. You could throw anything in there. Every month I do something different. So that's fun. Got a, got a caller to me, but what's your name? Where you calling from? Um, hi, this is uh, this is uh, Taylor calling from New York. State. Hi, Taylor. How's it going? It's going good. How are you? Not bad. You got a question for our guest? Um, yeah. Um, well, I um, I'm not really sure how to put this. Um, as far as like the art stuff goes, um. Where do you plan, do you plan on um, expanding um, Every on month, that? yeah, every month we, I do a different like art work on artwork on the box. Um, I, I keep it pretty consistent, but like next month there's going to be um, different, different themes, different, different uh, artwork. Yeah, well, um. Yeah, uh, Sonnet's my sister, and um, I just wanted to call and say, you know, how proud I am of you, and um, I, I'm just so grateful that you're you're living good, and um, and I support you, you know, and um, yeah, I just Why, love thank you. you. Love you. That's so nice. Okay. That is so nice. <laughs> I'll take a dab to that. There's probably like yeah. 13 of my family members staring at me right now. <laughs> 
I don't know. Is that earlier in the interview you were talking, you were like, uh, you're doing this all by yourself, but you know, you might be doing it by yourself, like physically, but there's a lot of people who do support you. You know, I do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I know what See, you mean siblings, by doing it by my yourself. Siblings though. Call in and try to take my, my credit. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's saying, you know, you got your back though, at least that's, that's yeah, solid. For you know? sure. For sure. The best. I, I honestly feel honored to be having this conversation with you guys right now. This is really cool. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's an honor for us, too, to having uh, the Midnight Candy Prince on the phone, right? Would that know, oh not God. the friend. What, what would you call the brother? I don't even know. Fuck, I'm not sure. No, That's hilarious. I'm just, their, I'm just their little He's going to run with that brother. for years, man. He might. And I really feel bad for he you might. now. Holidays will never be the same at your house. <laughs> right. Yeah, He's the little terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Have a great night. You too. <laughs> Phone lines are open. 860-384-7110. We're talking to the Midnight Candy Queen, uh, the maker of <coughs> the fire box the midnight candy queen box where you can get all kinds of goodies in here and you can join the midnight candy club on youtube which is super dope and you can watch her vlog about <coughs> well pretty much anything at this point yeah right i mean no holds bar no yeah. holds barred on that channel yeah let's do it yeah i'm like i don't care about any like the you know monetization or anything like that i just want to have fun and express myself and share my recipes with people online and just bring the community together that is so important yeah i hear you to be blunt what's your name where you calling from uh wow got cold feet that was it just disappeared <laughs> They, they just want to hang out with us. For they, a did, they just they just hung out. They they hung out. I don't know what just they smoke too much. Listen, listen. I understand if that's the case, though. You know that makes sense. Um, before I do go, I gotta ask though. Fav favorite strain? What what's your go to? What's your go to? Ooh, that's a great question. I was gonna ask you the same thing. What is Ooh. yours? Well, now you're answering my question with a question, though. My my favorite changes. Like sometimes I'm in the mood for banana Ooh. Kush. That's one of my go tos. And uh, sour diesel always for sativa. You have a so rotating flavor of the month. What's that? You have like a rotating flavor of the month. Oh, always. Okay. Always. Like right. right now I'm doing unicorn punch, purple unicorn punch, never, I think is the big one. I never had that. That sounds like fire though. But um, amazing. I'm amazing. I'm a gassy guy. Like I like uh like GMO. Uh, stuff along those like chem dog, gorilla glue. Like, oh, those yeah, are like, the gnarly stuff. The gnarly stuff. That's right. To be blunt, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Because Awkward Ginger. Awkward Ginger, what's up? Hey, what's up? So I just wanted to call because a couple of us definitely wanted to know how we could help her and whatnot. We were wondering how we could help promote and whatnot. Midnight Candy Queen. Jump on those socials. That is so nice of you to even offer assistance or help, like, online. Just growing. Like, help me grow, especially my YouTube right now needs love. All right. Yeah, of course. And like I said, there's a bunch of us in the comments that said that we were definitely down to promote. And you can send us oh, stuff and we'll post so stuff for you. Thank you so much. 
I love of that. Course. That's the coolest part about like, I know you said toxicity <laughs> with like to TikTok or whatever, but I think that was the only time I really got sketched out with like trusting people, you know, but other than that, the cannabis community is so amazing and supportive. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Of I course. agree. Uh, we got the, we got the best like viewers in the world, you know, so definitely guys, make sure you, if you want to help out, promote, promote the socials for her. Let people know midnight candy queen, midnight candy club. <laughs> And uh, All right, you guys have a good night. You too. Donna, you too. Thank you. D Donna Taylor wants to know, how was smoking a unicorn versus ingesting? Oh, my God. That's a great question, too. Actually, I had only eaten it in Midnight Candy because I have to test this stuff, too, guys. And I don't have a lot of stoner friends just living next door to me. So I got to test the stuff every time I make it. Oh, my God. So I'm lit all the time. <laughs> And you know that edibles lit is not the same as even blunt like lit is never going to touch edibles. No. So, uh, but I I tried it in a um, edible prior to actually smoking it, and both were amazing and paired together even better. I would love to try the, <coughs> the unicorn yeah. punch. <coughs> <coughs> Damn, that that fucked me up. That was good shit. Good question, Donna. Yo, <laughs> awkward ginger. I sounded so high. <laughs> we all do. We all do. <laughs> that yeah, Donna Taylor. Listen, that's it. You got to make sure you make sure you get yourself some unicorn punch at your local oh, dispensary. Yeah. I think it's purple if you look it up on Leafly because I'm a Leafly like hoe. Like I'm on there every day. <laughs> like like just looking up strains, studying everything. I want to know everything there is to know about cannabis. I love. We're gonna go with leaf fly. I thought it was leaf leaf flea. Leaf fly? Is it flea? Is it, oh my god, is it, so is it leaf flea or leaf fly? Is it leafy? Oh fuck, yo. I don't even have it. <laughs> oh before. no. I don't even know which one it is. It's going down. <laughs> Eating cannabis always hits difference. The conversation or the conversion in the liver is the reason. Yeah. Yeah, of course it is. Leaf. Lee. Lee. Oh, no, I was Lee. wrong. Leafly. To be blunt, what's your name? Where are you calling from? It's Hazel again from Cali. Hi, Hazel. Welcome back to the show. You are on live with myself <laughs> and my lovely guest, the Midnight Candy Queen. Hello. I would just like to second what Awkward Ginger said. Like, I follow you on Instagram. I'll find you on YouTube after the show. Um, but awesome. yeah, expect me to be tagging you in some of my stuff on Instagram and sending you clouds. Thank you. Well, so, what is sending you clouds? What is that? I about? mean, so it's just me. I film myself taking a hit and I blow a cloud and then, I mean, you don't have to like no pressure, but usually <laughs> people like post your story and their story and then do. I know exactly stuff. what she's talking about, actually, okay. and I never understand anything. Uh, but really, I, I do either. know what she's talking about. It's like a duet. It's like you know, a, those it's duet like a sesh without actually seshing on it. Oh, it's a sesh without a sesh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just we're just blowing clouds. To, All right. She wants me to I'll participate as it. like a, uh, like a yeah. payback. No, no, like, I hey, get it. Thanks, girl. Yeah, I just want to blow but. some clouds, too. <laughs> I just want to make sure I get it. Okay, I'll blow clouds to both of y'all. All right, now, now we're talking. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> All right. I'll see you guys later. All right. Bye. Thank you. Oh, my God. Yeah, you got you to admit, we do have, like, the best, the best people. I love it. This was so fun. So much fun. And listen, I, I really... was so scared. Why were you scared? 
I don't know. And I, I go live on my TikTok, like with tarot and stuff. I do that, that on a, like as a side hustle, but. Oh, cool. And I don't know why. I was just a little bit like, hmm, I don't know. But now I feel great. I'm glad you feel great because you did a great job. This is awesome tonight. I had amazing time, an amazing time. Midnight Candy Queen on all platforms except for YouTube where you can find her at the Midnight Candy Club. Any last words before we let you go? Oh my God, so many words in my head, but no, <laughs> no, no more words. <laughs> I said enough. All right. And please enjoy all of your goodies. I'm so excited. Oh my God. I tried a chocolate oh, bar already. Favorite. I already okay. forgot to tell you the chocolate bar was amazing. I tried some of that already, and oh, you did? Yeah, and I ate some of the the you know the the Chex mix uh, just now while we were sitting here. So uh, that oh, tastes you're amazing. Feeling great. I feel great right now because I've done a dab of blood, and now I've had some Chex mix. So like, life's really fucking good. Yeah, life's good. <laughs> life's, life's really good fucking on the night good. candy. Yeah, definitely. Well, cheers, sure. and I'll see you next time. Cheers to you also. I'll give you my my rig, and I just want to say that again. That Starburst. Bong is absolutely amazing. Can we get one last hit? Yeah. <laughs> oh, a hit? Oh my god. Oh, yeah. That's so right. You can go lay on the couch after this. You're good. There we go. <laughs> there we go, Midnight Candy Queen, yo, for this. I appreciate <laughs> you so much for coming on the show and hanging out with me. You're an amazing guest, and I hope you have a good night. We'll be keeping in touch. See you next time. See you next time. To be blunt, we are live. That was um so sick. And uh yeah, so there's some clouds for you. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Those were sick clouds. Damn, yo, the Midnight Candy Queen. That was sick. Shout out. I mean, listen, great guest. I, you guys, if you ever got a chance to run into her and get to try her stuff, let me tell you, it's... Um, it's ridiculous, all right? Ridiculous. <laughs> I've been like smoking and taking dabs and and you know eating the the Chex mix, which is fucking fire, fire, everything in this box fucking fire. <clears throat> To be blunt, that was an amazing show. Thank you so much, Donatella. I really appreciate it. Taking it easy with Peasy. Yes, we did. We took it easy for sure. I'm fucking lit right now. I know I am giggling. I'm like, I don't even know what to do with myself. You know? <laughs> I got some boneless buffalo chicken wings upstairs. I'm about to tear the fuck up after this because I'm fucking hungry. I'm hungry as a motherfucker right now. I don't want to keep eating the edibles because then I'm just going to be fucking wrecked. Wrecked. To be blunt.
Oops. See, I didn't even uh, mean to do that. <laughs> oh, she says, let's talk CT gifting. Sure. Let's talk CT gifting. Oh, where the fuck did... Thank you. There it is. Let's talk CT gifting, they say. As you already know, the the fight against the bill banning the gifting of cannabis has been ongoing for the better part of a month. And um, the fight is on. They've been going out every Wednesday and uh, passing out free pre-rolls at the Capitol and whatnot. And then today, they uh, were out again today in full force and they caught up with the governor. I have no clue how the fuck this happened, by the way. How the fuck did y'all find the governor? Because I seen this video online of y'all with the governor. How the fuck did y'all get the governor? Like, was he just chilling? To be blunt, what's your name? Where you calling from? Hey, PZ, it's Christina Eva. I'm calling from Connecticut. Christina, what's going on? Oh, not too much. I'm gonna, I'm, I have a little voice issue because we were protesting all day yesterday I from can... 8 a.m. Yeah, <laughs> your voice sounds like you were definitely were doing work. Absolutely. So we started at 8 a.m. at the Department of Consumer Protection, and that was a rally to bring some attention to the increased mold levels. Yes, which is um, a devastating was, part of the, the whole medical program, let me tell you. Absolutely. So, you know, they did have an open public comment period um, to, you know, try to get the, the public's view on increasing those mold limits. And we're looking at mold limits that are up to 10 times higher than any other uh, state that has medical marijuana allows in the country. Um, so that's a real concern and people are getting sick. So we wanted to start there um, and make sure that they, you know, the patients knew that we are standing with them. The can the cannibal warriors are standing with them and we will fight for them um, to bring attention to this very serious matter. Um, as we were leaving that rally, <laughs> we happened to run into the governor um, and he was having a press conference for another purpose. Um, we patiently waited for him to finish that and brought those, you know, concerns to his attention. Um, that we felt were falling on deaf ears at the Department of Consumer Protection and beyond. So, um, you know, he he looked a little flustered when he saw us. He looked, um, I was going to say, he looked very flustered at the end, not at the beginning, but like when he started walking away, he was like, I could tell he was like, what the fuck, get me out of here. <laughs> absolutely. And, you know, we wouldn't have really taken it to that level, except for the fact that I believe um, you know, we were being muted in a lot of ways um, and kind of stifled in getting some progress with hearing, you know, the real truth about why these things are happening. Um, one of the biggest concerns is that the, a law came up basically saying that 
the medical program producers could no longer use remediation techniques like ozone and um, UV processes to clean the medication they're putting to the patients um, into the market there for patients. Um, and I think once that happened, you know, that would mean that a lot of the medication coming out of these four producers would not be able to get into the hands of patients, um, you know, and, and they fought really hard to get the mold levels increased so that a lot of those products would pass without remediation. Um, and, that's, and that's a huge concern, and we see lobbyists and things from big corporations like Cureleaf and, and Verano um, coming in and really working adversely uh, toward patient rights, almost like, you know, working against the patients, and that's sad to see. Um, so we're here for them. <laughs> uh, we won't give up that fight, that's for sure, because pe people really are getting sick. Oh, dude, I mean, I've, when I heard that they were increasing the mold levels, I mean, I hadn't been going to the dispensary anyways. I had stopped going forever ago, but, like, uh, like just that whole thing, like, it was just so sickening to, to like, read. Like, they were just okay with raising it that much and and not caring about the repercussions that are going to come with that. People could literally get sick. Like, it's so bad. Absolutely. So you have to remember, in the medical marijuana program, there are – you know, a little over 30 um, conditions that are passed for qualifying for that program. And a lot of those are severe, you know, conditions, uh, dead, you know, potentially deadly conditions. Um, and they come with uh, things like being immunocompromised um, or having a low immune system, um, you know, COPT, things like that. And mold within cannabis at those high of levels um, could potentially kill somebody that is already struggling with their health. Um, so that's a huge concern, and, you know, we want to let the patients and the consumers in Connecticut know that we will stand by them until that, you know, that is, there's some attention on that matter, um, and so we get some satisfactory answers as to why that is being allowed. Um, so that's one part of our fight for sure, um, and, and we'll keep that fight up. Are you cool? I'm going to play a clip of you guys from today. You guys were out there with the governor. That I couldn't that was yesterday. But yesterday, sorry, yesterday. I couldn't believe it. Let me just play the clip real quick. Now, the governor, if you can see the mouse, kind of just chilling over here. You'll see Christina come up again. There she is. Warriors. <laughs> huh? Canna Warriors. What's that? Canna Warriors. I love the guy who's in the background trying to get the free pre-roll. <laughs> he was like, oh, he's the first mine. <laughs> For real? Yeah. So because you guys know the governor was going to be down here, you came on down? No. Th this was actually like um, finding a puppy on Christmas. Finding a puppy on Christmas. I love how she worded that. <laughs> it was like finding a puppy on Christmas. We're actually on our way to the Capitol to go hand out free pre-rolls. For real? Yeah. Where am I at? Um, <laughs> you got to beat us at the Capitol. And yeah, ask her 100% Where's mine at? in protest of this bill, which criminalizes um, gifting. You'll see. Wait, wait, wait for it. I got the mic. Yeah, there he is. There's the there's Lamont right there. He's like, let me out. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys just happen to run into this guy like in the middle of it pz let me tell you it was serendipitous yesterday everything yesterday the way that things unfolded um kind of felt like the universe was pushing us in the direction to follow through um 
you know, and hold these people accountable if nobody else was. Um, so it really was like serendipitous, like finding a puppy on Christmas morning. I pulled up to a stoplight. He was three feet from me. I said, you know what? Turn around, bust the bitch. We're parking. <laughs> we're going over with the flags and the signs. We'll be polite. We'll be respectful. Oh, my God. Missing, and we'll hit the point. Do you um, think you know, it worked? And how I feel is I wouldn't have been able to sleep with myself at night knowing that I missed the opportunity to bring this to it, to the attention. And not only the governor, who holds the highest seat here, right? Right. But also in front of the news media that happened to be there for that press conference or the, um, you know, whatever they were celebrating, as well as all the individuals from that community that probably had no awareness that this was even going on and potentially affecting their own loved ones who are part of that program. I just, I, I just, I, I just hate to see his face as he's walking away. I hope he's not scared. No. I'll tell you what, he, he didn't even make eye contact with me. Um, the woman that did approach me assured me that we would hear from their office today. Oh, really? Um, did you? We did. We did not hear from their office today, so I made sure to make a call um, and talk to the, um, I think it's constituent services manager. Um, and he told me, you know, the, the Department of Consumer Protection, Michelle Siegel, she's the head over there. You're going to have to talk to her. I told him, we've been reaching out to this woman for over a month. He said, oh, well, maybe she's busy. Well, she's not too busy for a matter of public safety. Um, that is a huge concern, and it needs to be addressed appropriately so we're going to continue to follow up on that and we're pushing until they push back and let us know what's going on so what's the plan from here on out but obviously you know the last round of votes didn't go that great so do you feel like your method of of protest is actually going to make the change that you need or do you feel like we need to do a lot more than just that so I would like to say that I do believe that we have made progress. So when this bill um, that addressed the gifting concerns in Connecticut came forward, it was very vague in how they worded that gifting yes. um, law. You know, we were put, we were basically backed into a corner as far as being offered one year prison time and $10,000 um, fee or, or fine for, for gifting cannabis in certain settings. Um, so the pushback that they got after you know presenting that bill was huge and a lot of that had to do with the community coming together and encouraging each other educating each other on how to you know make public comment give testimony um you know reach out to their state leaders and we did make some progress because when we see the new wording of the bill that's come forth after um the votes you know to pass it through committee we did see that that got uh, reduced no criminal penalty $2,500 fine. That's a huge win for us. It's it's a win on a smaller level, and we have a much bigger fight ahead of us. I mean, that, the original um, bill was, what, a year in jail and $10,000 fine? Right. So that's basically introducing um, mandatory minimums again. You know, a year you know, a year in prison for something that's been decriminalized is absolutely unacceptable. Oh, I mean, and it's I agree with like you. It's almost like a slap in the face to people who have actually been incarcerated or faced with incarceration. Um you know, over cannabis, um, because, you know, we've come a long way, we don't want to backstep. Um, so I want to, I want to make sure I encourage people, you know, that are looking to come forward and help with this fight, to know that this is not a losing battle, they are not, you know, they are hearing us. Um, and we are making progress, but we have to continue to do that. Um, and the ways that we can continue to do that is to be there, show support in our community, build alliances within our community, um, engage with people and educate them on a level that 
is not or has not been getting done. And I think that's important to, to remember that, you know, not everybody understands in Connecticut that we don't vote on laws. You know, we don't have the power as the people to vote on a single law and say, yeah, I want weed legalized. Nope. I'm going to vote yes. We depend on those people that are sitting in those seats at the legislature to make those decisions for us. So it's important that we remember we're a big part of that process um, and, you know, educate each other on how to get that done and how to reach those people and make those pleas um, for the things that we want to see changed and not just with cannabis, but with everything. Um, and, and it's meant to be confusing and daunting and, you know, to get people caught up so that we don't have a big say. But as long as we continue to reach into our community by, you know, showing up at the Capitol, being there every week, um, engaging with the community, handing out free pre-rolls um, and taking the time to educate them, we're going to build those alliances within the community, show strength within our community so that that message gets passed on to the legislature to let them know. You know, we are a strong community. We will stick together and we will keep this fight up um, and it will exponentially grow from there. Um, this is an election year. So we have to remember that these people do sit in those seats and they are elected by the individual constituents in Connecticut as a whole. Um, and, and we want to remind them of that as well. You know, hey, this is in our best interest. We are making, you know, the effort to call and let you know or come see you and let you know, send you emails that we don't support, you know, anything that criminalizes or penalizes people who gift cannabis. Um, that's going to show them a lot, you know, and it's going to make them think about the laws that they make and how the constituents are affected, especially if that means that their seat in the legislature is at risk. <laughs> I mean, you have a good point, but I just see, I just, I get nervous because I seen the vote <laughs> last time and the vote was like definitely 95%, you know, you know, against, removing that section of the bill and i hope that the fight continues i just think we need to do we need i think we need more manpower on this one um i mean i've I seen you guys with the rallies and it's dope you guys are out there but we need more people like doing more if we're ever going to make more noise and try to get this thing done like you guys really got to be like emailing your uh you know your representatives and whatnot and otherwise, like if you're not letting your voice be heard, then no one's listening to shit. So uh, they they're just gonna you know go with whatever everyone else is doing, and that's not what we want at all. Um, I do think we need Absolutely. to figure out better ways to of doing that though, because I think that we need to uh, we need something that's gonna be uh, we need more of a stronger front. I think that'll be helping a stronger unified front is what we need right now. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, I want to just touch back on the point of the last votes that went through. And I think that was a confusing situation for a lot of people um, because the votes that went through, not necessarily all of those votes were for, you know, the elimination of gifting or the, the penalization of gifting. Um, that, that bill that was passed was significantly changed um, before those votes were made. So a lot of those individuals were saying, hey, you know, it's a compromise. We've eliminated that criminal aspect, we reduce that fine. I'll let it pass and then see where it goes from there because it will get rewritten and rewritten and rewritten again until it actually gets voted on by the House and Senate. Um, so I want to, you know, just reiterate that some of those people that voted yes on that bill are not our enemies. Some of them are our alliances. We have alliances with them. You know, they're strong for us. They fight for us. Um, so, you know, I don't think that it's a losing battle. 
Um, I do think that we're gaining more and more momentum within the community, the more we're out there consistently. Um, and we do have a lot of people really pushing on the, on the back, you know, behind the scenes with those emails and those phone calls from all walks of life. So, you know, continuing to encourage that, continuing to encourage people to show up and just be present, share those events that we're having if they can't make it. Um, those are huge, huge, huge assets to us, even if people can't be there. Uh, which events are you talking about? So we're talking about the every Wednesday we have rallies. Okay, that rally, yes, support. okay. Yep, Sorry. Yeah, those events. So the, the gift gang events uh, that we have for the Connecticut Cannon Warriors. Um, and, and another good thing about those is that you're coming together, you know, building the community, getting to know people, and, you know, finding out how you can be a part of the change. I mean, I think that's that's a great thing right now. We need to. That's what I mean. The part of the unified front, you got to get more people on there. I think a lot of people right now are uh, not unified in the Connecticut. I mean, it's very fair to say. Um, and I think that the 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 more that we are, uh, you know, against each other, the 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 less likely that things are going to go our way. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. Um, we will be looking at maybe calling a lot of the community leaders together to have a conversation about what we really need to look at being our, our priority right now and how we can put some of those differences to the side for the greater good of the community um, and really create like a leadership in Connecticut um, so that we can be a leader and kind of set examples for the whole entire country of, you know, what we will and will not stand for and where those limits lie um, and what you know, what kind of power the community really does hold. What kind of leaders are we talking about? Um, you know, so in Connecticut, we've had some really great, you know, community leaders, people who step up and create more leaders, people who encourage, you know, unity and um, progress and hope to educate each other and empower each other. Those are really leaders, you know. Um, and I think that, you know, there can be multiple leaders in multiple areas. There can never be one true leader. Um, there needs to be a multitude of leaders in different areas, you know, hitting different points with different strengths um, and also building more leaders around them so that, you know, we have a, a movement of all leaders um, creating more leaders. I, I agree with you, but what are you going to do with all the skeptics, though? Well, the skeptics just have to stand to the side and let us take care of what we need to take care of and just not get in the way. <laughs> you guys got a <laughs> lot of skeptics right now, though. You know that. Like, there's no bullshit around that. I, I, I see both ends of the spectrum online, and I'm like, holy shit. So you, I know you guys are definitely must be getting some kind of pushback. So we do get pushback in the community, but we're not going to let the, that stop us from keeping our eye on the prize. And the eye on the prize is really um, just, you know, being a voice for the voiceless, those who can't be there. And what I would say to those people that are skeptics, um, I don't think that they're seeing the whole picture. So a lot of people say, oh, you're standing out giving joints, partying in front of the Capitol. Well, that's really just to bring awareness and to build alliances within the community. We also have people on the inside. We have people writing. We have people calling, setting up meetings. So, you know, the dynamic is super diverse, but we need people to play whatever part they play or whatever role they think or whatever approach they think is the best, I want them to attack that. You know, I don't want them to look at somebody else's approach or somebody else's idea of what's going to make change and say, boo on you. I'm not doing anything on my side. <laughs> um, but, I, you know, I don't like what you're doing. 
um, we want to make sure that, you know, everybody plays their part and embraces that not everybody plays the same role in advocacy or activism and that all the parts as a whole are what are going to create change. Do you think that we're ever going to get that change and that unity in Connecticut? Um, I do believe that we will. You know, the goal right now is to put any of those, you know, differences to the side, push back to gain the upper hand in this short legislative session against the, you know, the government and the big corporations who got 40 lobbyists in there um, lobbying our legislature while we're out here bickering with each other. <laughs> um, so, you know, I think it's important to remember that we got a big fight on our hands. Put those differences to the side, come together, you know, push forward and don't give up until, you know, we get that upper hand in this short session. When we end that, you know, this session on a note where we have had some progress and, and shown some power, we start that next session on a different note where we're a part of that conversation. Um, and we're a big part of that conversation where people think twice, you know, those legislators think twice before they present a bill without conversing in the community and finding out if that bill is going to be something that's going to get killed on the floor or left for dead um, because they didn't include those key people, the constituents, the people that they work for and the people that have existed within this market for generations. That's a very well said, you know, very well said. Uh, any last words before I let you go, Christina? Gift gang. We'll see you at the Capitol on Wednesday. Keep sharing, keep loving. And if you need something, email us at canawarriors.ct at gmail.com and we'll get right back to you. Awesome. Thank you so much for calling in. Blessing, TV. Thank you for having me. Yup, yup. You got it. Do me blunt. It's up to you to decide. Some people might think that what they're doing is great. Some people might think it's a little unorthodox. Either way, we got to figure out something because if they put this thing through, it's back to the old school style. <laughs> Which, honestly, people my age are used to anyways, but that's uh, the point. To be blunt, shout out my guest tonight, Midnight Candy Queen. Check her out on Instagram and all social media at Midnight Candy Queen and on YouTube at Midnight Candy Club. Shout out Greenhaven Media, Partycast Network. Shout out the Loud Pack. Shout out my wife for not complaining that I'm still down here doing this. 40 minutes past time the show's going to be done. So I love you. <laughs> And I got food for me, which is even better about this. Some boneless chicken wanks. To be fun. Listen, I love all you guys that tuned in tonight. Great conversation. I love to talk about it. We got to do this again. Next week, I'm bringing in a very special guest. We're going to announce that on Instagram this weekend. Stay tuned. And then on the 14th, TikTok's own fire producer, Maddie Beats, is going to be live with us on the air right here on 2B Blunt. You already know the deal. Love you guys. I'll see you next week. Same weed time. Same weed channel.